This is the San Francisco Experience with your host, Jim Herlihy. Independent news commentary with a California perspective and a global audience, featuring newsmakers, thought leaders, and authors. Season 15, Episode 13, The Best and Worst U.S. Cities for First-Time Home Buyers. Home ownership ranks at the top of the list of the American Dream Checklist. But depending on your geography, fulfilling that dream may well be in the cards for you or not in the cards and beyond your wildest dreams. In today's podcast, we're going to look at the top 10 and the bottom 10 most affordable and least affordable markets for home ownership in the United States. The list was compiled by Bankrate.com, a consumer financial services company based in New York. Bankrate guides savers and lenders through the next steps of their financial journey. They offer free tools to help you to buy a home, pay off a loan, save for college, or plan for retirement. But let's start with the number one most affordable city for first-time home buyers. Bankrate looks at the top 50 metro areas across the United States, scoring each one by five criteria, namely affordability, wellness, job market, market tightness, and safety. And each one of those factors is weighted. For instance, affordability gets the highest weight at 30%. In the second category, with 20% weightings, are the job market and public safety, as well as housing market tightness. Finally, wellness and culture are the third category with a weighting at 10%. So on that basis, the number one first-time homebuyer market in the country out of the top 10 50 metro areas is Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And a picture of Pittsburgh is featured as the cover art for today's podcast. For any baby boomer, 1950s and 1960s Pittsburgh was the steel industry center of the United States, known for its blast furnaces and heavy pollution. Of course, there were football teams such as the Steelers, which was another claim to civic fame and pride in the 1960s and 1970s. But since then, Pittsburgh has quietly transformed itself. But let's start with affordability, which is calculated by comparing the income required to qualify for a mortgage in an area with the median home price in early 2022. The job market score used unemployment rates from the U.S. Department of Labor, as well as average commute times. Housing market tightness reflects housing inventory and the amount of time a house spent on the market, according to Realtor.com. Safety is based on FBI data for violent and property crime rates. Wellness and culture looked at ShareCare's Community Wellbeing Index for 2020 that rates the quality of life factors such as food, healthcare access, and how many centers for the arts exist in that metro area. 
So with all of those factors in the mix, Pittsburgh came in at number one out of the top 50 metro areas in the country, with Minneapolis and Cincinnati close behind. But Pittsburgh ranked number one for affordability, with a median home price of $169,000, which is $1 million less than the median home price in the San Francisco Bay Area, which is $1.1 million. Pittsburgh also offers numerous entertainment options from national sports teams to high-quality museums. But Pittsburgh comes in at number 47 for its job market overall. However, for those in the IT field, where salaries tend to track national standards regardless of the region where you find yourself living, a first-time home buyer in one of those emerging high-paying fields, such as technology, finance, healthcare, among others, will get a lot of house for their money in Pittsburgh and some of these other cities, while enjoying good educational resources and high-quality cultural events. The other nine cities in the top 10 scored very well on housing affordability, namely Cincinnati, Ohio, Kansas City, Missouri, Buffalo, Richmond, Virginia, Cleveland, Ohio, St. Louis, Missouri, Hartford, Connecticut, and Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Minneapolis, though, in the top 10, ranked 22 in terms of housing affordability. It should be noted that many of the top 10 cities are in states that are losing population, like Ohio, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, New York, Connecticut, and Missouri. Notwithstanding declining state populations, such states continue to sustain vibrant and attractive cities that are appealing to first-time home buyers. So the reasons that such a home buyer can be attracted to these cities, like specific high-paying job categories and quality of life considerations, also weigh very heavily. But a few more thoughts about Pittsburgh. Located in western Pennsylvania, at the confluence of three rivers, it has a population of 300,000 people in its core city. Its gilded age sites, like the Carnegie Museum of Natural History, the Carnegie Museum of Art, both of which were named after and endowed by 19th century industrialist from Scotland, Andrew Carnegie, who was one of the great steel barons of the 19th century, as well as the Phipps Conservatory and Botanical Gardens, speak to Pittsburgh's history as an early 20th century industrial capital. As its steel industry declined, Pittsburgh has largely reinvented itself, garnering the number 26 spot on the list of the 150 best cities in the United States to live. So first-time home buyers who are driven to get on that first rung of the homeownership ladder as part of their overall economic plan will continue to see Pittsburgh as a desirable location to set up home. Now let's move to the opposite end of the home buying spectrum 
and consider the 10 least affordable U.S. cities for first-time home buyers. But that said, there are still many couples and single home buyers who defy the odds and manage to buy their first homes in some of these least affordable cities. Again, the same weighting criteria that we discussed earlier were used for the least affordable cities as for the most affordable ones. The worst city for first-time home buyers and ranking dead last in the list of the 50 U.S. metro areas is Los Angeles. Four other California cities also make the lowest-ranked cities for first-time home buyers, namely Riverside, Ontario, San Jose, San Francisco, and San Diego. Rounding out the top 10 least affordable cities are Las Vegas, Seattle, Denver, Houston, and Orlando. Let's look at the California cities first. San Jose ranks number 50 for the least affordable cities in terms of housing affordable weighting. Los Angeles ranks number 49, San Francisco number 48, and San Diego 47. Housing affordability is a function of supply and demand. Demand driven by a doubling of the state's population from 20 million in 1970 to 40 million by 2020 shows you that there were far more people wanting to buy homes than homes were available. But on the supply side, during the same 50-year period, California's anti-development and slow-growth policies, adopted in most of the desirable coastal regions of the state, San Francisco, San Jose, Los Angeles, and San Diego, ensured that fewer new homes were built for the growing numbers of new arrivals and potential new home buyers. And as a result, the price of existing homes has steadily outstripped the average increase in wages. Further, restrictions on multifamily and apartment construction drove up rents and triggered calls for rent control in many communities. So the the housing affordability crisis in California was a self-made problem, which is not being resolved fast enough. Las Vegas, Seattle, Houston, Denver, and Orlando have other drivers in terms of shrinking affordability, but the California surging demand as population expands is a common problem. So while these 10 least affordable markets make it tough for first-time home buyers, they do have some bright spots. For instance, Los Angeles ranks number three out of 50 in the wellness and culture category, while San Francisco ranks number one for wellness and culture. The city by the bay has some of the world's top medical centers, namely UC San Francisco and Stanford, as well as a host of other nationally renowned hospitals. Residents also benefit from the profusion of medical and biotech innovation created in Silicon Valley and local labs. San Jose has an excellent job market 
and residents earn a median salary of $150,000 a year. So what strategies does a first-time home buyer have to employ to buy a home in these 10 worst and least affordable markets? Because against all odds, many first-time home buyers do manage to land on the first rung of the home ownership ladder. Assuming you are not cashing out multi-million dollar options and IPOs, it's not uncommon for young couples, say a nurse and a firefighter, to earn a combined salary of $350,000 annually. Against a $1.1 million median home price in the greater Bay Area, for instance, you can begin to see cracks in the affordability barrier making even the San Francisco Bay Area affordable for highly paid couples. Many first-timers buy their first homes in exurbs. Exurbs are the farthest out suburbs on the periphery of the large cities, and they're prepared to commute 50 or 60 miles one way to go to work. And as their home values increase over time, they sell them and trade up and move closer to their desired locations, closer in to the core business district of their region. Many cities have affordable housing plans for essential workers to buy their first homes, like teachers, police, and firefighters. But there is no doubt about it, first-time home buyers face an increasingly challenging environment to obtain the American dream of home ownership. Being realistic, however, about what cities to locate to and your willingness to commute are key considerations. Post-COVID, many employers are permitting work-from-home plans full-time or at least several days a week. And even in the most expensive markets like San Francisco and Los Angeles, the willingness to buy on the periphery of existing areas can be the first step in your drive for home ownership. The sources for today's podcast include CNBC and Bankrate.com. And for my listeners, today's episode is number 298. As we celebrate our second anniversary, you're part of a global audience in 65 countries who follow this podcast. The San Francisco Experience is carried on 19 platforms, Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, and Pandora, among others. This has been the San Francisco Experience with your host, Jim Herlihy, coming to you from America's favorite city, San Francisco.